I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Manly versus the Roosters. Uh, yeah, so look, I I agree with you guys. Like the standard Roosters played wasn't great, but I just like the fact that they got the win um, against a valiant Manly. And also I did think that their first half was pretty good. I thought their first half was pretty good. Uh, I will say major talking points. Kiri, that forward pass he got ruled against him was fucking outrageous. Do you remember that play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so obviously backwards. Like I cannot even oh. – I didn't even think it floated forward. Like anyway um, – yeah, so this game, look, I actually think Manly were outstanding. I really do. For the, for the squad that they had, I thought they took it to uh, the Roosters. I thought the Roosters, although I agree that there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen, I think they are absolutely getting closer and closer to a really smooth uh, experience in, in terms of their attack. Uh, Sam Walker at seven, I think he's got to stay there. Um, I think Kiri's got to stay. Well, Kiri at six, but I just I, I can't see a world in which Sam Walker moves from that seven spot um, anytime soon. Um, yeah, outside of that, Manu was incredible. What do you think about the game? So, what major talking point? What about the return of the mousetrap? Oh yeah, from oh, DC good. and uh, <laughs> um, I think it was Reuben Garrett. Reuben Garrett, yeah, unreal to see. Yeah, mate, I, I think that the Roosters. I think that the Roosters have found the set of combos that is going to be successful now. Mm. I just think that it's a matter of putting it all together and making it work. And, I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's round 21 next week. Mm. Like they are running out of time to get it together. Mm. That's my that's my only worry with this Rooster side. And, you know, I, I almost think there's so many talented guys in this team that you're trying to get them all on the stage at once. Mm. And I think they're just finding it hard to work out how it's done. I mean, <laughs> they went into that game on the weekend with – Bradley at 13, Watson on the bench, Verrill starting and Drew Hutchinson on the bench as well. Like, I just... And then you're trying to fit Joey Manu from right centre over here. You look at Sawali, he got a heap less touches this game because a great point that you always make, because Manu was in field. It mm. sort of stifled their attack on the right edge a little bit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just I'm worried about how it's all working there with the Roosters. I, I am a big fan of this roaming centre and bringing Joey Manu into it, but I thought it was pretty evident the other night, as you always say, that it... Kind of fucked up their right hand side attack, mm, yeah, a little bit, and I just, 
I don't know. I just feel like they're all struggling to find their place within this side. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I, I like when you've got yeah, two people roaming, like Tedesco does enough work for two people. So like, it's almost like he's going to do enough work for another roaming center as well. So the Joey Marnie situation is so tough. I, I still really like him at six because then that keeps that center out on the thing. But obviously you've got Kiri there. I, I don't know. I just, I think that we're probably going to find a, a situation where Joey Manu's numbers will come back down mm. and he'll probably, they'll have set plays maybe, or they'll just, just to get it out of his system, just get Teddy and just say, Teddy, just step out this set. Um, because I, I feel like they're, I know people put shit on me for saying it, but I feel like they're so close. They're so close to getting it right. So close. And if their coach was just about anyone else, I'd be really worried, mm. to be honest with you. That's the one sort of saving grace. You look at Joey Manu on the weekend. I went through his numbers when playing, I think when he played fullback and 5'8", he had like 45 to 50 touches of the ball, which was just insanity. Mm. Um, playing at centre, I think he's averaged about 16 touches a game. He had 25 the other night. Yeah. So as much as he has roamed throughout the year, he's, it's definitely lifted. And mm. the amount of time, like, think about the amount of times they actually went out to the right-hand side. They mm. pretty much didn't. They threw one cutout <laughs> ball at Suwali because he's a freak, almost scored off. Yeah. But it was never on. Yeah, it was no. never on because they had numbers on that edge because yep. Manu's in field. So I think on the days when it works, it's going to be sensational. Uh, it's going to be great and there's days where you'll play Newcastle on these sort of sides but I, I just think they're running out of time to get mm. it sorted what do you reckon Timmy? yeah I'm a little bit the same like they're clearly a vastly improved team in the last sort of four or five weeks the Roosters and we've said all season we know they're going to click but do they have enough time yeah. do they have enough time we're getting really close to finals footy aren't we they're, they're still pushing to make finals footy mm. um and it's funny that we're talking about a team you know borderline making the top eight as being title threats but we know that that's how good they can be if mm. things do come together i think they're running out of time mm. um i'm with guru i think there are a few too many chefs in the kitchen if they can ever if trent robinson can ever get the perfect balance between all these players it's just going to make for the most wonderful footy team to watch yeah. but Jeez, it's a hard job to get it done. Mm. Um, I just wanted to touch on, which I do most weeks because I love the bloke, but Jimmy Tedesco, there was a moment, I don't know if it was a minute to go in the first half or a minute into the second half, my drunken notes say, Teddy minute, I'm first half left. So I'm not sure which side of the half it was. <laughs> but he took a run, got tackled, Verrill scooted, Teddy backed up from his own play the ball, caught a pass from Verrill's, ran, passed, the bloke, I think it was the centre or someone got tackled and then Teddy scooted again. That's in the space of well, like two tackles, basically. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's out of this world. It's seriously out of this world. Um, thoughts on the, the Lindsay Collins uh, situation. Now, do you, do you, if you were a coach, do you feel he should just sit the rest of the season out? I think he probably should. Mm. Yeah, I, and once again, no expert, no doctor in any way, shape, or form. But my vibe is that this is getting pretty worrying. I get mm. a simple, I, I get a similar vibe when I look at KP. Uh, I guess it's hard for the Roosters, you know, whilst you've got Takiyaho out and your other guys are getting a little bit older. The temptation is there mm. to keep him going. Uh, because at the end of the day, you can do whatever the fuck with your centre, your five eight, your halfback. If your forwards aren't winning the middle in this competition, you're mm. cactus. Doesn't yep. matter what you do anywhere else. <clears throat> um, he's obviously a state of origin calibre front row forward. So I think for the sake of Lindsay Collins, they probably should sit him. But it'd be a harder decision to make if I was Trent Robinson. Mm. What do you reckon, Timmy? What's the what's his concussion history prior to the origin knockout? I think he's had three this year. Oh. 
Yeah, and that's including the, the, the origin knockout. I and that one on the weekend true. was a bad one. It was a real was bad one. Well, maybe, as I said, like, I think Edward <coughs> Physio always says that it's each case is so unique and, and like, there's no consistency in any of them. So, you know, maybe it's a case of hoping, you know, giving him a month off, hoping they get to finals and trying to bring him back for maybe week one finals. But I suppose it all sees how he comes, depends on how he comes out of this one. Yeah. Mm. And knowing the history of the Roosters, they all, they are normally pretty cautious. Mm. Yeah. This sort of stuff. I will say the Roosters, like once he went off, it's pretty much that was uh, after that they didn't score, I'm pretty sure. So he, he went off the 27th minute um, and they scored the 28th. And then after that, didn't score. That's how important he is, in my opinion, to the squad. Geez, that Matty Lodge signing looks better and better by the day, doesn't yeah. it? So uh, Colin's uh, history with concussions, it wasn't at the start of this year. It was the start of last year. But that one was the one where, you, I don't know if you remember, but he had to get taken off in a Medicab. It was, it was so serious. So that's his third really bad major concussion in about 18 months. Okay, so he's only had two this year? Two this year, according to the two articles I've read, and, and one last year, but they were all three of them were pretty, yeah. pretty hectic. I'm trying to think of the origin one in what game was, three. Yeah, what was it again? What happened? Um, in origin, yeah, that was the first couple of minutes. It yeah, was, it was early, um, but oh, fuck, what happened? I think did he knock himself out? Yeah, it was, it was, it was in a tackle. Was it Paddy like, Carrigan winged it? around or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think but, he, yeah, he came in it's friendly side, wasn't it? I think, did yeah. he carry his hip or something? Yeah, yeah it's a bit of friendly. So too okay. Well, so oh fuck, that's a hard one. In that's saying that, these articles haven't told me if he's had HIA tests or whatever. These are just the ones he's been ruled out for. The big ones. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm, I could have sworn he's been. You, you're probably right. I'll keep had working. HIA's before. I could have sworn. Anyway, yeah. Look, I, whatever is best for the player. Seriously, if if they, I personally would probably just sit him out for the rest of the year. He's a relatively young front rower. I think he's only like 25, 26. Mm. You know, got plenty of footy left in him. You know, although I still think, I personally still think Roosters could go on a run and win the Premiership. Is this a year where I'm, you know, confident of that? Like super confident? Probably not. So if you're Trent, do you go, look, maybe this year just isn't our year. I mean, obviously you don't think that, but when the decision-making comes and you go, is it worth risking this guy's health for a most likely no Premiership? Like it'd be different if... I don't know, they were flying and he was so key and then after he leaves, they're not going well and then he needs to get him back into the side. Yeah, such a tough one. Whatever is best for Lindsay, seriously. Whatever is best for him. I'd err on the side of caution though. Because he's also like, he's going to be so important to this Roosters side over the next Massive. five or six years. Takiyaho's leaving. Rhea Hargraves, he might play another year, mm. two years at max, I would say. Um, like he, he's going to be the alpha in this football team yeah. moving forward. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tough one. Really tough one. Hope he's all good. Seriously, I hope he's all good. Um, outside of that, look, it was a... Uh, if I'm being honest, I, I kind of felt like the Manly forward pack was better. Like, like I actually think Manly played fantastically. Like, really, really good. Um, and that's why I, I, I don't mind the Roosters' performance. I think people are underestimating how well Manly played. Like, I thought they played really, really well. What you there? Um, I was just going to say about the Roosters complacency like I'm never going to sit here and call a team compla- complacent of something that's baseless but just I, I, look, I listened to Trent Robinson's press conference and it seemed like he kind of implied that because he said something along the lines of we cared about every play but we didn't care about the next five minutes the end of our sets they dominate like they were so much better and to me that says that like they were trying to score off every play and probably not 
respecting the opposition for what they were. So I feel Trent Robertson probably does think they might have been a little bit complacent. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with his, his summation. Like, they, they had plenty of opportunities, but it was just, like, too many, too quickly. It's weird because I, I don't feel like they were ever looked like that they were going to lose the match. But in saying that, I, I was really impressed with Manly. Honestly, I was really, really impressed with Manly. The only one thing I was surprised at was, like, when Hardgreaves had the elbow on uh, Fulton's head, like, no one came in and arced up. Mm. And it's like an unwritten rule. Your front row forwards stick up for your little fellows. And I, I was a bit surprised by that. I did, I, yeah, I think in those situations, regardless, you've got to at least go in and push and shove. Um, unless I'm forgetting, like, did you guys see any arc up? It's something that I, I didn't think about at the time, to be honest with you. But now that I think back to it, yeah, I don't recall. I don't like any of the... Because like, it's one thing, like if, if this little play gets head high, then okay, yeah, the boys arc up. But it's like an intentional staunching of someone... <laughs> I don't know. I was just surprised that they didn't go in there. Might have been the ultimate respect to Fulton. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're just like, he can handle himself. He'll be right. Um, but anyway, uh, so look, Roosters, I say it every week. Well, not every week. I went off it for a bit, but I'm going to say it again. They're just, they'll get there. They'll get there. <coughs> I don't know if they'll win, but I think, they'll, I think they're going to get it fixed before. It's a really interesting season. time in the career of uh, Trent Robinson. Obviously, I'd argue 2016, by far and away, the biggest challenge of his career. But right now, this is a real test because he, he's got the tools there. It's just about making it work, mm. which will be like there, there's no reason why this team shouldn't be relevant come finals time, but it's it's going to be a real test for him. He's honestly in this weird position where he's almost got too many good backs and not enough yeah. big forwards. You're trying to get everyone in the spotlight. Like I, I personally think the the Watson and Radley thing. Like I, I just I, I just I think that when the Rooster are at their best, Radley is playing 13 mm. and he, and he's he's controlling the ruck there. But Watson's been. Outstanding when he comes on, though. He has been, but Watson's similar to Teddy and Manu as well. He's very mm. erratic in what he does, yeah, okay. which can be hard to defend. Mm. But I just – and, you know, you, you you just said then, oh, you know, Manly played well. Yeah, fair call they did. Mm. But if the, for the Roosters to win a comp in the next few months, a lot of teams are going to play fucking well. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. You might be right on this one, boys. You might be right on this one. You might be right. Roosters may have been uh, underwhelming and I'm – I've got me Trent Robinson goggles on and just backing the boys in. Um, I just love Which has paid dividends before numerous times, <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the way. Like, it's not like you're on a bad run. No, nah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> you've made some extremely good points. I'll have to go into the uh, the den and meditate on this one, boys. <laughs> see who they play this way. <laughs> who do they play? Brisbane. Oh, fuck. Oh, they, fuck. <laughs> they played shit. They played shit, mate. Too many cooks Fucking in the kitchen, hacks. mate. They are fucked. End of set. Roosters, pack her up. You're doing nothing. The boys are coming, bouncing back off a terrible loss. Um, yeah, look, no, interesting times. Interesting times. Now, on to Manly. A crazy, crazy week. Crazy week for all the wrong reasons. We wish it wasn't crazy. Uh, I think Manly fans should be incredibly proud of the 17 blokes played on the on the weekend i thought they ripped and teared as hard as they could i thought they did everything they did not go into that game going we've lost this because we've missing half our side like they're literally missing half their side um i thought they were incredible i thought alfred smalley had one of the great debuts for a bloke that's come (laughs) out of nowhere um and he's got one of the great names too alfred smalley how good's that um I thought uh, Garrick tried his absolute heart out. I thought Foran had one of his better games. You know, what I love about Foran is like whenever the going gets tough, 
Fawns there. Like, yeah. you know, he's always there. Uh, I thought Jake Trevojevic was fantastic, like really, really good. Uh, 146 metres, 35 tackles, zero misses as usual. Uh, I thought Bullymore may have fought his way into a, a bench spot. Um, yeah, look, I, and again, I was really impressed with Zach Fulton. I thought that he was uh, had a lot of mongrel about him. Uh, I thought that he, he didn't take a backward step at no point. Um, I think I think Manly fans should be incredibly proud, and I think that you may have picked up a few little smokies that that are, that'll be added to the squad. So, for example, Alfred Smalley, like, tell me he shouldn't be in a, a first grade squad somewhere. Um, Bullymore, I think he should be in that side week in week out. Timmy, what do you think about Manly? Yeah, it was well. Jakey Jaboyevich post game said that Pio Seki, the boys met Pio two days before the game for the first time. Oh, that right. shows what they under, underwent this week. And it was just a classic Desi Hasler mentality, wasn't it? The adversities against them, they lifted for it, put mm. in a fantastic performance. Like Manly fans, for the week that was, should be so proud of the 17 that were out there and the way they played. And it, it, there's a lot of split opinions about how Manly are going to come out of this as mm. a club in the run to the finals. And it's off the back of, of Desi Hasler that I think, you know what, they can still make a run and hold it together and, and compete for a top eight spot. Uh, and it, I could be completely wrong. They could fold and, and go to water, but I think Desi will continue to get them up and I think they can finish strong, especially with they've got a soft draw home. So, Mate, I totally agree. I think Desi Hasler, I, I spoke about it quite a lot on this podcast, but I think Desi Hasler's coaching ability doesn't get enough respect. When you look at his coaching career, when you look at the fact when he took over Manly, he was 15th. Like that, that, the club was in shambles. Like mm. they had coaches wanting to leave because their facilities were so bad. I think Desi's, I just, I like put it this way. When he took over the Bulldogs and when he made those grand finals, I think it was like the first year he was there and then had one year off and then he made it again. People were talking about him in the same breath as the guys like Wayne Bennett, Craig Bellamy. Like, he was considered a super coach. Um, and then everything happened at the Bulldogs. Whoever you want to blame or whatever, I tend to err on the side of, I think, Desi has proven it wasn't his fault. But if you have a different opinion, that's fine. I think even with the squad he's got now, like, you know, imagine if this squad had Tom Trebojevic in it. Like, imagine what they'd be doing right now with Tom Trebojevic in this squad. Desi Hazar is an unbelievably good coach, and I agree with you. I think if any, nearly any other coach was in this position, they'd probably just completely fall apart. I think he keeps them together, and I think they become a massive challenge for other people trying to make the eight. What do you got Just, just on Desi, um, I'll go even further back. So he, he joined Manly as coach in 2004. So he's pretty much done this twice because in 2003, they came 14th, and then beside, before that was the Northern Eagles fiasco. Um, his first year, he came. They came thirteenth, but he pretty much blew up the the club, replaced everyone, trying to get them back on track. Then two thousand five, they made the finals. In two thousand six, they made the semis. In two thousand seven, they made the grand final. Two thousand eight, they won. Two thousand eleven, they won. Then he went to the Bulldogs, made two premierships, and then came back to Manly and pretty much has done that again. Yeah. So, amazing. It's right there. Like he is an unbelievable coach. And, and like just those early days that Matty was talking about, like 05 is when he went and got Ben Kennedy. Mm. He talked to anyone at Manly. That's what turned the entire franchise around, mm. just having him in the building. I think it's also undervalued. The I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like you look at the last years in rugby league, I would say the position that's changed the most has been the lock forward. It's gone from extra front rower to your ball playing 13. Desi was doing this in 13, 14. Mm. Just no one else emulated it at that point. Yeah. Like you look at what he did with that pack with James Graham and. Well, uh, you know, it's funny. It's so when I was at the, um, like playing for the Dragons reserve grade side, yeah. we would look at the Bulldogs and be like, see how these Bulldogs are, uh, forwards are passing and getting like one on the edge, like getting extra players. And we were trying to emulate that kind of play style. And it was Desi's play style of getting ball playing forwards. So you're 100% right. And like it's sort of just – and then, you know, your Melbourne and these sort of teams dominated for the next few years and it flew under the radar again. Mm. Like you look at the premiership winning sides between then and when the Roosters started doing it with Victor Radley and mm. Isaiah Yo burst on the scene, it, they're all – you know, your Paul Gallon, just like an extra sort of front rower. All, yeah. all these teams had similar sort of guys, Sam Burgess, et cetera. But, yeah, I, I don't think he gets anywhere near enough credit. Yeah. In really? fact, I think people highlight – the perceived negatives way too much oh, than the mate. positives. A hundred percent. And we've been over before in regards yeah. to the let, let's take let's say you take out that last year of the Bulldogs. We'd be talking about fucking one of the great coaches. Like oh, you know <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think Desi, I just I don't think he gets enough raps for, for doing what he does. Like I really don't think he just every time I think Manly are down and out, he fuck they come out and play mad. Like look at DCE's resurgence in his career. You know that has a lot to do with Desi, and 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 to and to be fair, the years where De, where DC where I was sitting there going, oh, we might be, you know, not not done, but not reaching the the heights we all knew we could reach. You know, that's when Desi wasn't at the club. Ever since Desi's been back there, he's been fucking amazing. Like, yeah, look, so much respect. Outside of that, I want to give uh, my man Andrew Davies a shout out for one running one of the great lines on the edge there for a try. <laughs> Um, he does it most weeks. He's got it's one. Incredible. He's he's one of the best line runners yeah. in the comp. Seriously, he reminds me a lot of Boyd Cordner. Mm. Remember when Boyd Cordner first came in? He would run oh. the lines of doom, like absolute death lines, where the half sitting there going bye bye shoulder, it's gone, it's going to get ripped off its fucking bone. He was still a fucking teenager, mate. He's oh yeah. mate, Boyd Boyd Cordner doesn't get enough love. Seriously, captain captain uh, New South Wales to back to back wins after that you know really dominant era from Queensland. Captain back-to-back Roosters wins. Was there for the 2013 grand final win for the Roosters. Shouldn't have been there in 2013. It was just yep. so tough that he so forced tough. his way into it. Yeah, the, the doctor said 12 weeks he was out. He came back in six or some shit. He probably, told Robbo he was going to do it. Yeah. Amazing. It, it, honestly, and also, like, if you go back, and Roosters fans will know this, but any other non-Roosters fan, go back and watch all those grand finals and big moments. Guess who was the man that took the tough carry against the Raiders to get them off their line that gave them a quick play of the ball to match winner. Yep. It was Boyd Corner. Guess who the bloke was that took the tough carry in origin 2019, I think. Queensland looked like they were swarming, coming back as we always do. Then Boyd Corner takes this fucking hit up out of nowhere. Boom. There's a try from Teddy. All comes from the quick play of the ball. He's fucking amazing. Seriously. Did you remember that quick play of the ball in the 2019 grand final? <laughs> do you want a black eye? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that means that means in 2019 he broke out twice. Yeah. No, no, sorry, no. So you're a New South Welshman, so he, 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 <laughs> he gave you one back. Yeah, jeez, I didn't even think of that. My bad. Oh. Sorry, Timmy. 
Trying to turn a blues triumph into something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so you got to do that.